everyone and a very warm welcome to morning worship for the start of Christian Aid Week. We are joined again by friends and family from around the country and around the world, from Orkney, from Wigtonshire, uh, Anto's in from the Bahamas and she's reminding us that on that side of the Atlantic it's Mother's Day, so will we remember your mum in North Carolina today on the American version of Mother's Day? Um, Joan, we've got a great view of you today on your new webcam. In the way that we used to compliment each other in a new dress, I think these days we'll be complimenting each other in our new webcams and our new microphones and headsets. Um, it's lovely to have Bruce again with us from Oxfordshire. And uh, I see that uh, John is in from Carlisle today on the phone. So that's lovely to see you all. Hi, Tamara. We see you there, even though you're technically called Hannah on my screen. It's lovely to see you. Our service this morning will be led by our minister, Katrina, and lots of other familiar voices from our congregation. Again, the words of all our hymns, if you want to sing along, are on the order of service that was attached to your invitation. And a special thank you to Freya and Sarah, who have recorded some music for reflection for later on in the service. And it's a piece that they've composed for us. So this will be a very important, I think, uh, rendition of their piece, song number 19. As I said, it's the start of Christian Aid Week, and of course, if we were all gathered together as normal, we would be taking up a special offering today for Christian Aid. Of course, we can't do that. So as you'll have seen from our email, um, Trina has set up a Just Giving page so that we can donate using our uh, debit card or our credit card. For some of us, this will be quite a familiar thing. We've probably sponsored friends who've been raising money for other charities that way in the past. But if it's new to you, just let me reassure you, it's a very simple process. Um, when you go onto the site, it will make everything very clear. You just hit the great big button that says donate, and then it will take you through a very simple step-by-step -step process to make our donations to Christian Aid. And uh, Katrina tells me that already this morning, even before Christian Aid Week started for us, um, we have £300 have already been donated for our appeal this year. So thank you to those who've already gone on to the site and done that. And the rest of us can do it at any time during this coming week uh, and beyond. We will uh, again uh, just direct you to the Baptist Union of Scotland website if you'd like to be part of a service this evening. Um, there will be a live prayer broadcast at 7pm on facebook.com forward slash Scottish Baptist, forward slash live. And that lasts about 20 minutes in total. Then just a wee quick note about the email I sent out during the week about um, our development. You'll have seen that we have received listed building consent, which is one of the two consents that we need to be allowed to go forward. Unfortunately, a local journalist got a bit confused and when she saw the notice, she reported that we'd received planning permission but we have not yet received planning permission. Uh, and that has caused a bit of reaction in the online forums. 
Um, as somebody who doesn't normally bother with online forums, I would suggest please just ignore anything you see there. There are some very uninformed comments from people who don't know us, don't know anything about us, and uh, are basing it all on a, a, a report that is misguided anyway. So um, can I say that if anyone mentions it to you, just say it's incorrect and uh, we have uh, not yet received planning permission. Um, the trustees have already prepared an official press release that will be going out as soon as we do have planning permission. Then finally, just a little bit of family news. We want to say congratulations to Elham. She has successfully passed her HNC and will now be able to progress to an HND next year. Isn't that fantastic news? So well done to Elham. We know how very hard she's worked for that. And could you please remember Ali as well? Ali is one of our key workers. Uh, and he is working pretty horrendous hours just now. We will meet again next Sunday at 11am in the same way. But as always, remember, if you need any essential shopping or if you need a prescription collected, just let me know. These are all our notices. Thank you, Anne. So it's Christian Aid Week and it's a really important day for us at Hillhead. We always make quite a thing of Christian Aid Week. And the service material we're using this morning is theirs. The only bit that, well, there are two bits that are completely original. There's the wonderful music that I'm looking forward to. And then there's the reflection that I've written. But everything else, either it's a recording of us or it comes from the Christian Aid website. And rather than a formal call to worship, I'm going to begin with the prayer they suggest, which is based on some words from the first letter to Peter and chapter two that talks about a spiritual home. God of all the earth, be present with us now in each of our homes as we connect together. Build us into a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to you through Jesus Christ, our risen redeemer and healer. Amen. So you can imagine I was really happy when Christian Aid picked one of our Hillhead favourites as the opening hymn. So if we can mute ourselves and sing along, let us build a house where love can dwell.
So we're going to share in an interactive prayer, if you would like to, that has been provided to us by Christian Aid. So if you have a bowl of water or if you have some hand gel to hand, you'll be able to join in with that. And it's, it is multi-voiced. Um, so hopefully it will work and the mics will come on, off, on and off as they're meant to. But if it doesn't, it really doesn't matter. So with our eyes open, let us pray. As we turn on the tap, we turn our hearts to you, O oh God. As we wet our hands, renew our thoughts so that we might be transformed. As we lather the soap between our fingers and all over our hands. Purge us from all that brings harm to ourselves and might harm others. Remove the invisible guilt and shame that so often keeps us from you. As we rinse our hands, we trust in your overwhelming grace, making all things new. Amen. And we join together in our own first languages as we say the words Jesus taught his friends. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. In you, Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. Deliver me in your righteousness. Turn your ear to me. Come quickly to my rescue. Be my rock of refuge. A strong fortress to save me. Since you are my rock and my fortress. For the sake of your name, lead and guide me. For you are my refuge. Into your hands I commit my spirit. Deliver me, Lord, my faithful God. I will be glad and rejoice in your love. For you saw my affliction and knew the anguish of my soul. Be merciful to me, Lord, for I am in distress. My eyes grow weak with sorrow, my soul and body with grief. My life is consumed by anguish. And my ears by groaning. My strength fails because of my affliction. But I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. My times are in your hands. Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your unfailing love. Love the Lord, all his faithful people. Be strong and take heart, all you who hope in the Lord.
We're reading from John's Gospel, chapter 14, at verse 1. Jesus said, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. <clears throat> in my Father's house, there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do. And in fact, will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it.
I know we don't normally applaud for volunteers, but wow, there is no Baptist church more blessed than us this morning. Thank you so much for that beautiful, very moving original composition. Deserves to go further than just our little boxes. I wonder what comes to mind when you think of the word home. What is home for you? The first home that I remember was a farm workers cottage in a tiny village in the north of Buckinghamshire in England. And I checked recently and it's a village that has shrunk considerably over the 50 years or so since my family moved away from there. The shop closed and then the post office closed and a couple of years ago the pub closed. So there's nothing there now but a few houses. The cottage we lived in was semi-detached and stone-built. Downstairs there was a room and kitchen and upstairs two bedrooms as I recall and there were six of us. There was no bathroom and the toilet was at the end of the yard in a brick outhouse. In the kitchen there was a cold water tap and over the sink was one of those little heater things with the little thin pipe that never quite gave you hot enough water or fast enough water to be of any great use. And on the back door hung a big zinc bathtub. And once a week that would be got down, placed in front of the fire and my mum would boil up saucepan after saucepan after saucepan of water until she just about got an inch in the bottom of the tin bath. And then, in turn, the four of us would be dunked in it and sent to bed. And I presume she and my dad had a bath afterwards, but I don't really know. Now, I live in an amazing three-bedroom flat. It's so big and bright that I have to shut the curtains and put blackouts in the windows on a Sunday morning so that I don't shine like Moses. I have two bathrooms for one of me. Two toilets, two wash basins, two showers, a bath. And in the kitchen, I have a double sink and a dishwasher and a washing machine. And this morning, just before church, one of my jobs was to wash out the cat's water fountain and refill it. My goodness, things have changed from that family living in a degree of poverty in the 1960s to what I live in today. Like a lot of people, I have done something a few years ago called toilet twinning. And the toilets in my house are twinned with a latrine in Myanmar. So that's a communal toilet in a shed, basically, in Myanmar. And I know lots of people have done this, recognising how fortunate and blessed we are to live in a society where you just turn on the tap, one tap, cold water, the tap, hot water. If you're really posh, you can even get boiling water straight out of one tap. But, you know, we are very blessed, very fortunate. Other people have no toilets and no taps. And that's really significant in this time of a global pandemic when the best way to protect yourselves and those you love 
is to wash your hands with soap and water. So this week, this year, Christian Aid are particularly focusing the appeal on the coronavirus epidemic and seeking to raise money that can help people across the world who don't have access to clean water, who don't have soap, who don't have towels, who don't have all the things that we take for granted. So do please, if you haven't already, give what you can. Don't give what you can't. We don't want you to put, make yourself into difficulties, but give what you can to help support this really important cause. In our Bible readings this morning, we had two different focuses. Uh, the, the one that Grace read for us was very much a focus on house and home. And the one that the prayer at the beginning was focused on, Peter, was very much focused on the idea of the temple or God's house and God's home. And very briefly, I want to talk about each of those. The reading from John 14 is one that is very often used at sad times, very often used at funerals. And I think that's right because it just has this amazing image of the promise of God, of a house where all are welcome. In the, some translations it says, in my father's house are many mansions. And I think that creates a false picture in our head because we think of well, I think of English stately homes. You may think of Scottish castles, but whatever it is, we think of something very grand. And that's not really what it means. Better translations of those that say many dwelling places, many homes, many places where people can stay, abide, and not just survive, but thrive. And of course, in Hebrew and Greek, like in English, the word house doesn't just mean the physical things that we inhabit. It also means our wider family. We talk of the house of David, for example, in the Bible, or the house of Windsor or the house of Stuart or whatever in kind of royal succession. We are part of a big family. We are part of God's family. So God's family, God's house finds expression in lots of little houses. God's house is expressed in every tile on my screen and every tile on your screen. God loves that diversity. God loves each and every one of us and God welcomes each and every one of us. But then there's that thing in Peter, which is always a bit bewildering. The temple, the place that God lives, made of living stones, of people, people like us. And so again, as we look across those tiles and we see the faces, this is where God dwells. God lives in some way inside each and every one of us. But also together, we make a home for God here in Glasgow, here on earth. And that's a wonderful image. And so we have these two images to hold together, that we find our home in God, and God finds a home in us. Now, you may have bigger brains than me, but that just blows my mind. We are in God, and God is in us. 
we talk a lot, don't we, about the church not being the building, about the church being the people. And we've got lovely songs we sing about that. But perhaps in this time, it's especially obvious that the church is not the building. The church is us. Every single one of us across the globe. This is just so amazing that we are a truly international church. Uh, There's a little bit of a joke between Anne and myself the other week about we could start claiming to have campuses in all sorts of exotic places. But actually, we are one church. We are one place where God dwells within us. And this is a place that seeks to live out the teaching of Christ, that we love God, that we love our neighbours as we love ourselves. And that brings us right back full circle to Christian Aid Week, doesn't it? To love our neighbours, the people throughout this world who don't even have a, what we used to call a fairy at the bottom of the garden, don't have an outhouse with a toilet in it. They have no toilet. People who don't have water at the turn of a tap, they still have to go to a village well or a stream or a wadi to find water. These are our brothers and sisters. Thank you. (laughs) These are our brothers and sisters. These are our family. These are God's family. And they shout just like that to say, give us water, give us help. And we listen to them and we respond to them. So this Christian Aid Week, give what you can because we are all part of God's family here and throughout the world. Amen. Prayers of intercession this morning include some adapted material from Christian Aid's resources for today and also from BMS World Mission. We know that it is true that all things are connected, but current events have unmasked that as never before. We know that our daily lives can be a continuing prayer, spoken and unspoken, lived out in action. But our prayers of intercession, Sunday by Sunday, provide us with an opportunity to listen in community for the voice of God. As we pray in our individual homes just now, and throughout our nation and around the world, we are united as one family. 
And so we pray again for ourselves and for others. Let us pray. God of heaven and earth, in these times of isolation, apart from loved ones, distant from friends, away from neighbours, thank you that there is nothing in all of creation that is able to separate us from your love. We give thanks for the health workers tending the seriously ill, for scientists working on a vaccination, for researchers analyzing data and identifying trends, for supermarket workers, bus drivers, hygiene and sanitation providers, for the good news stories of recoveries and effective planning, for the recognition that isolation doesn't need to mean loneliness, for the notes through letterboxes offering help and support, for the internet and telephones and technology that connects, for the reawakened appreciation of what is truly important. But having given thanks, we also pray for those who are unwell and concerned for loved ones, for those who were already very anxious, for those immune suppressed or compromised, for those vulnerable because of underlying conditions, for those watching their entire income stream dry up, for those who cannot afford the interconnectedness that so many of us enjoy, for those who have no choice but to travel to work, for those who are afraid to be at home, for those who are more lonely than they have ever been, for those who are bereaved and grieving. God of hope, through us and others, be their healer, comfort and protection. Be their strength, their shield and their provision. Be their security, safety and close companion. And as we do every week, we pray for our own community of faith here at Hillhead. This week, our prayer rota encourages us to remember our pastoral team, Paul P. and Mary P., Jenny, Leslie and Alistair, Grace and Will, Nancy, Lizzie and Petri, Jean R, Sylvia and Norman, 
Ian and Elizabeth. Ailey, John, Owen and Ethan. Joan R. Noala, Jonathan, Idris and Casper. And for our wider Baptist community here in Scotland, we pray this morning for David Vogan, who's a chaplain at Nethervale and at Ochlochen. For our sisters and brothers in Deniston Baptist Church, exploring new opportunities for community service and outreach. And the Baptist Union prayer requests for today include prayer for all who experience domestic abuse and for whom staying at home is not a safe option. And for all the agencies working to help victims during this challenging time. And looking around the world, BMS World Mission um, brings to our attention today the work in Tunisia and Bangladesh, providing food parcels and hygiene, hygiene items for at-risk families. In Albania, providing food and other basic necessities to families who have limited un income at an increased risk in lockdown. In Mozambique, providing soap and hand-washing guidelines to the children and families involved in preschool education projects. And in Afghanistan, providing mental health support and counselling services for staff and patients affected by the cultural stigma of coronavirus. God of all times and all places, May your love that never fails strengthen the weak, encourage the fearful, calm the anxious, and heal the sick. And may we, who are trying to follow Jesus, be your washed hands and feet on earth, distant but still present, virtual but still connected, apart but still helping. May we love our neighbours as ourselves. God, in your mercy, where our prayers lead, may our actions follow. Amen.
and a Celtic blessing. May the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, may you be held in the palm of God's hand.